How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7. Well, shalom. My name is Nigel Christensen, and I'm a guest speaker today with Know My Faith. And my faith exists in order to share the good news, to share the gospel with our Jewish friends and to disciple both Jewish and Gentile believers through intensive biblical teaching from a messianic perspective. I myself am a believer in Yeshua, and Yeshua, of course, is the Hebrew name for Jesus in the Hebrew language. That word means saviour, or Yeshua is saviour, and he is indeed my saviour, because I believe that he is the Messiah. Today in this video, we are going to present the gospel, the good news, to explain what one needs to believe in order to be saved. Another question that is parallel to this is, what do we need to be saved from? In terms of what the scripture teaches, they tell us that we can be saved from hell, that is saved from the lake of fire, and that is the ultimate reason to receive eternal life. But there is a specific thing that needs to be believed for us to be truly saved, from that eternal damnation, which awaits those who choose not to believe. So let's look at this word salvation. The basic meaning of this word is the impartation of eternal life. That means that the one who is saved is no longer under eternal judgment. Furthermore, it should lead to assurance of salvation. You see, salvation in the scriptures always comes by grace through faith. What we mean by faith is what we mean by believe. And another word that would be similar could be trust. So to believe or to trust, that is the meaning or the biblical meaning of faith. So that never changes. We always need to have faith. In fact, the passage of Scripture puts it like this, without faith it is impossible to please him, that is God. Hebrews 11 verse 6. So what does change in the course of biblical history is the content of faith. That is what I actually specifically need to believe to be saved. That was not always the same. It was actually based on what God had revealed up to that point in time of human history. You see, a basic simplification that one often hears is that the Old Testament people looked forward to Messiah's death, and now in the New Testament times, we look back to his death. And that sounds good, but it's not actually biblically accurate, because it is reading New Testament knowledge back into the Old Testament, and assuming that the Old Testament believer had knowledge that they could not have possibly had. Now, it is true that the prophecies about the Messiah start very quickly, in fact, as early as Genesis 3. However, the fact that the Messiah would die was not actually revealed until David's time in Psalm 22. And while Psalm 22 clearly prophesies Messiah's death and how he will die, it doesn't actually explain why he had to die. That actually came another 300 years later in the time of Isaiah the prophet. So it's Isaiah 53 that finally spells out clearly why the Messiah has to die and that he will be the final blood sacrifice for sin. 
So it is important not to assume biblical knowledge before the Bible presents that knowledge as being possible. So let's talk about the content of faith at different points of time in the Bible. In Genesis chapter 3, for example, we have the account of the fall of man into sin. And so it would be natural in the same chapter that God will make a promise, and that is the first messianic promise of the Messiah coming to deal with the problem of sin. So in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, we read, I'll put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, and he'll bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. And this, again, is the first messianic prophecy, Genesis 3.15. Now, that was not given to Adam or Eve, but actually to Satan, directly to Satan. And now Satan knows that the descendant of the woman that he tempted will someday come to defeat him. And so, therefore, he will target the seed of the woman, trying to avoid the seed of Messiah from arriving. As you move to the patriarchal period, what then is the content of faith? Well, Genesis chapter 15 verse 6 states, And he, speaking of Abraham, believed in Jehovah, and he reckoned it to him for righteousness. And so what is it that Abraham had to believe? Well, that's actually found in the first five verses. Abraham had to believe in the promises of God as they were revealed to him in what we call the Abrahamic covenant. And what was the content of Abraham's faith? He would believe in, he would believe the promises that God had given him and that they would be fulfilled. Now, when we come to the time of the Mosaic law, the Torah, the content of faith is actually spelled out in Isaiah 43, verses 10 through 12, where we read, You are my witnesses, says Jehovah, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there is no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am Jehovah, and besides me there is no Saviour. I have declared, and I have saved, and I have shown, and there is no strange God among you. Therefore, ye are my witnesses, says Jehovah, and I am God. And the witnesses here are the people of Israel. And he spells out what the content of faith here is. Two things. Number one, that the God of Israel is the only God. And if you believe this, well, that rules out polytheism, believing in many gods. And it also rules out idolatry. The second thing is that he is the only saviour. And so that therefore rules out trusting in one's own works for salvation. Trusting in me to be able to save myself is ruled out. But also notice that the Saviour has to be God. This is what the text clearly teaches. Besides me there is no Saviour. And therefore the Saviour would have to be God himself. Now for a Gentile to believe in these two things, he would then receive eternal life. And he would then ask, well, now how do I live? And the answer then in those days would have been, you would live in accordance with the Adamic and Noahic covenant. If a Jewish person believed these two things, then he would also receive eternal life. But when he asked, how do I now live? For him, the answer would have been, you live in accordance with the Mosaic law, the 613 commandments of the Mosaic law. 
when there is a failure, there is a blood sacrifice available to restore that fellowship with God. So this was the content of faith until the time of Messiah's death, burial and resurrection. So now, what is the content of faith in this age? This is actually given in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 to 4. Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast to the word which I preached unto you, except you believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, that Messiah died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he has been raised on the third day, according to the Scriptures. Now between Messiah's public ministry and his death, burial and resurrection, that was actually not what you needed to believe because his death, burial and resurrection hadn't yet occurred. So what you had to believe in that time period was that he, that is Jesus, was the Messianic King. And those who believed in him to be the Messianic King, like the Apostles and Nicodemus, that was what they had to believe to receive eternal life. And in fact, at that time, the disciples did even, didn't even realize that Messiah would die and be resurrected. But now that those events have occurred, the content of what we must now believe are the three things in the passage I read earlier. Number one, Messiah died for our sins, my sins and yours. And that this was in keeping with the scriptures, like Isaiah chapter 53. Secondly, he was buried. And that, of course, is evidence of his death. And then he was resurrected on the third day, also according to the scriptures. This is the third element. So what does one have to believe to be saved? Number one, Messiah died for our sins. Secondly, he was buried, evidence of his death. Thirdly, that he rose again on the third day. Folks, that's the simple gospel. It's all one has to believe to truly be saved and to truly receive eternal life. And so I hope that you will make that decision today. Thank you. And God bless.